an example of what's not a goal is something like, I want to be rich. Okay, <laughs> good for you. Who doesn't? Right? Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. The new year is upon us and it's time to set goals for 2021. Many of us do this same exercise every year, but can we set better goals? Setting goals is a great start, but achieving them often falls short. Goal setting can be very difficult, especially if you don't do it regularly. The SMART goal format is one of the more pervasive templates for goal writing currently in the corporate world, so we will be using that format today. SMART goals are especially challenging because it forces us to be very clear and precise. This process can be tedious, but setting the right goals will help us achieve more, and that's the purpose of setting goals in the first place. Welcome back to the podcast with us today, and we are glad that you are here. Today, we're going to dive into SMART goals. Many of you may be rolling your eyes because most people in the office or corporate environments have encountered the quote-unquote SMART goals before. This isn't the sexiest or flashiest task out there, but it can be vital in raising the bar and leveling up our life. This topic may seem like too much structure for some people, and we can definitely relate to that. But there is power in documenting on paper what ideas and aspirations you have. We also know that there is power in daily task lists, especially with a box to check things off. That's a great feeling, isn't it? I know, Allie. You're super excited right now. You got goosebumps. <laughs> That's one of your favorite things in the world. We will get into some examples and the tips in a minute, but just remember that when you set goals, make sure you keep it simple, realistic, but also something meaningful. Mm-hmm. This will exponentially increase the likelihood that you will follow through. If you have too many goals, like 5 to 10, I would question if your goals are big enough. If you only have two, I would say that you need to keep thinking about what improvements you would like to make to your life. Right. There's no one-size-fits-all. But we do recommend that you start with a vision for your future first. This will give you a North Star or a roadmap of what direction and what path you really want to be on. That must come first before these shorter term goals. Um, those goals need to serve that vision. And visions are really hard because they don't have a specific date. They're sort of shapeless and gray and don't have much definition to describe them, and it's often very broad. We don't naturally think about what we want to do in five years or 10 years or whatever, um, and a lot can change. It's really hard to choose what path you want to be on, especially in today's world with all the visibility we have to possible career paths or different lifestyles, and it's sort of that burden of choice. Goals should have a strategy and a vision attached to them for a few reasons. There are definitely some benefits. 
Visions give goals deeper meaning and provide you with a why. Why do I have this goal? Where is this going? A vision can provide more flexibility than a hard, solid goal. Goals are single-minded versus a vision, which is more of an overarching ideal, and, and it's a little more flexible. Visions can also give you a longer-term goal and a, and a longer-term view to help you avoid goal burnout. You just get tired of all these goals and you don't know where this is going. Okay, I've checked these things off. Now, you know, now what? Next. Um, mm -hmm. So you can get a little burnout with that. For example, I mean, our vision for our family is different than our mission. Mm -hmm. So our vision for our family is kind of overall where we see our family, whereas our mission, you know, is to enrich the tribe around us, you know, improving ourselves daily, enriching the tribe around us. Whereas our vision for our family is bigger in the aspect of our marriage and our family and our health and our home. And those things can be hard, the vision and mission, because you don't have a specific day that you're going to just stretch back and say, ah, I did it. I'm I'm done. My vision. I got my vision. <laughs> so that just doesn't really happen. But, you know, and a vision can change. I wouldn't say it changes every other week. I think maybe after a year or two, of going after something, maybe some priorities change mm -hmm. and, you know, you do need to adjust. That's fine, but have a vision of some kind. We also definitely recommend when you're getting your annual goals set to break it down quarterly and even weekly. Mm -hmm. Quarterly goals are great because they're a long enough period of time to really do something big, but it's not so big or too far out that you'll lose your momentum, you'll lose your way. A quarterly goal keeps it fresh. It's close enough that you can visualize 12, 13 weeks from now. You can see three months from now. I can see the end of March. Mm -hmm. I can't see five years from now. That's a little too far away. And at the same time, it's it's enough time to where if you mess something <clears throat> up, right? it's not one week. Like Yeah, you can a, get back on track. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're not sunk in the second and third week and it's already time to give up and throw in the towel so mm -hmm. and a year-long goal can get boring i i find that too after a few months of an annual goal you sort of lose steam you're like well that seemed like a good idea but hence I, i'm changing my mind a little bit on that and yeah hence why the gym is so busy in january and february right and then it's dead the rest of the year well, january <laughs> maybe Maybe first week of February. <laughs> By the time Valentine's Day hits, it sort of yeah. starts tapering down. But also, I I think that it's really hard to know where to start with a big, broad goal. It's hard to know. It can be a little overwhelming. A quarterly goal makes it easier to see the results that you just completed, and you can say, okay, here's the next steps. This is my next 13 weeks, my next three months. Obviously, year-long goals can also be unrealistic just a lot can change if you need an example of that let's look at the year we're just wrapping up 2020 <laughs> was a year of change and transition and hardship and challenges a lot of That's people were happen. making goals this time oh, yeah. last year for 2020 we were you one know we were one of them and stuff and you know that lasted what three months i think and then we're you know we were yeah. home two months yeah. When our son was born at the end of February. So all of that was just kind of, you know, thrown out the window. But, you know, another good example is a marathon or a person just doesn't wake up and say, I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow. I would probably need five years of training to run a marathon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I could say, 
you know, I want to run a marathon in five years. Well, um, okay, how am I going to do that? What do I need to do mm-hmm. in a year? What do I need to do mm-hmm. in each of the 13-week quarters of a year? What do I need to do <clears throat> in a month? What do I need to do in a week? So it breaks it down and it becomes more tangible. And we also have the four buckets, marriage, family, health, home. Everything we do centers around our vision and these four categories. That keeps us on track. And there are times we get off track and we need a little help reminding ourselves, okay, why are we doing this? Let's get back on it. An example of what's not a goal is something like, I want to be rich. Okay, (laughs) good for you. Who doesn't? Right? But the difference is the people that are actually making that happen. Now, we're not rich. We're not preaching to anybody about this. But it's a good example of somebody saying they want to lose 100 pounds or they want to run the marathon or they want to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they don't follow up with anything about how they're going to get there. So Their vision in life is to be rich. What does that look like? What does that even look like? Does that Are you rich because you're debt-free? Yeah. How rich? Yeah. Is it just money or do you Are you have... rich because you are able to retire at 35? Right. Or like... <laughs> where, where are you going to live? Are you going to buy an island? Or <laughs> are you, you know, are you taking care of your family or is it something else? Mm-hmm. There's different levels of rich. There, it has no, no specifics to it. Yeah. What are SMART goals? So SMART goals are not an adjective. It's not saying that the goal is acting smart. Um, (laughs) It's very intelligent. Yeah. (laughs) SMART goals are a acronym. S-M-A-R-T. We're going to break it down um, in the remainder of this podcast a little bit more about what each of these acronyms stand for. The S stands for specific. For a goal to be effective, we need to know specifically what needs to be accomplished, by who, and what steps be precise so an example i want to improve my cardio and fitness with running um a lot of times this can end up being like kind of a recon mission as well this is where you want to do your research Uh, another example in this is ben and i want to build a house in four years not build ourselves in four years. <laughs> we want to start having someone else build a house in four years. Right. So our recon was doing a little bit of research. What's our price point? What's our area? How much do we need to put down? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you're just going to a bank and getting a loan. Like you, you have to pay a builder and pay people to do some of this stuff. So some of this can be kind of like a recon mission. So all of your research and stuff allows you to be specific. So with the previous example, I want to improve my cardio and fitness with running. Obviously, you did some research and figured out you can improve your cardio by running. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Is that what I've been doing wrong all this time? Yeah. So, I mean, and your your specific and your, your recon, you know, it continues and stuff and it might grow and improve. But you want to have a general idea, and the general idea that Ben and I got was how much money we needed to have to put down for our budget of home, 
and how much time that would end up taking us. So we got that specific number that we needed and then we sat down and figured out how much time we would need in order to save up that down payment uh, to break ground if that makes sense. So our recon is actually going to continue. We've even talked about going down and actually looking at some model homes and stuff. Obviously, the floor plans might change in four years or something, but that at least starts, it continues our recon and it continues our research so that if we need to adjust our goal, we can. The second part of SMART goals is measurable. This is another specific part and measurable means numbers, like numbers are a good way to measure things. When you measure something, it it gets improved. So example, I will run five miles. So you want to improve your cardio and fitness with running. How are you going to do that? You're going to run five miles. We want to build a house in four years. How are you going to do that? We are going to save X amount of dollars per month for the next blah, blah, blah. The third letter of SMART is the A which is attainable and achievable. So you want to make sure that your goal is attainable and achievable. It's challenging, but it's not impossible. Impossible saying, I want to run a marathon tomorrow. I don't know that I probably could. I don't, I don't know. I, like it'd probably take me 26 days to do <laughs> it. But <laughs> that's not achievable or attainable. <laughs> so. Serious massage after that was so example with the running and stuff, I will run three days per week at different speeds. Two 30-minute runs will be at a faster speed. One 45-minute run at a slower speed. So you don't want to just say, I'm going to run five days a week for 45 minutes all five days. Like, because you've done your recon and you've done your specific research, you know it's probably not good for your body to run sprints every single day to reach your goal of improving your cardio and your fitness. A little more realistic. A little bit more realistic to have those intervals, have a, have some rest days in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is very attainable and achievable for Ben and I to be able to build our home in four years. At this juncture where we're at um, financially, is it attainable and achievable to build it in a year? No. Not the way that we want it. Not the way that we want to do what it is we want to do. We have some other financial goals that we need to reach first. That would not be smart in the other sense. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be intelligent in the other sense. We had this conversation yesterday, actually, that we could sell our home right now and and probably go ahead and build and, or even buy specifically what we wanted. But that's not what we want, what we want to do. Mm-mm. That's not the overall vision for our family. The overall vision for our family <laughs> is that we're going to always own this home and it's going to be a passive income Uh, rental property for us. So that means that we need to set ourselves up differently so that we have that income to be able to build. So the next letter, R, is relevant. So this is really where your vision is vital. Mm -hmm. This needs to have an emotional charge to it. You should be attached to this. You need to be aligned with this SMART goal. It needs to be aligned with an objective of the goal and with your vision. So that way it's not just, I want to learn Spanish. Okay, well, that's great. But why do you want to learn Spanish? I love our example. Is that doing something? (laughs) It's a little random. I want to go to the moon. Right. It's like, that's that's awesome. But I don't understand that. That's like me having a scuba license and I don't do that. I don't scuba. So it's not relevant to where you're trying to go. 
So that's the whole point. So in this example we've been using with the running, uh, this goal is tied to my long-term aspiration of being a fitness trainer or running a marathon, like you said. So it's, it's relevant. You're going to set goals that are relevant to that objective. The T, the T is time-bound. Quite obviously, you need to have a date of completion. You need to have steps with dates. Mm-hmm. So, Like dates, not, this... not even like one year, three months. Like open your Google Calendar and put it on there. Like that's yeah. what we do. Start putting weekly we have, yeah, we, steps in there with When dates. we have our goals, we go ahead and open the Google Calendar and we literally put them on the same date from whenever it is we're, we're starting and stuff like that so that it pops up and we have it so that we're not sitting there like, oh, has it been, has it been three months? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> has it been a year? So you can really look at it and say, you know, in this example, I want to uh, complete this in six months um, from today. That's my end goal. But we, we've learned we've had to, we have to have checkpoints. We have to have checkpoints with, building our house too we have to be at this certain level in a year and then in two years and we've we've got to establish those checkpoints because then we know if we're on track or not otherwise we don't know if we need to make adjustments or tweaks in the end of this example a the full statement would be by the end of june 2021 i will be able to run five miles i will have achieved this goal by running three days per week two 30-minute runs at a faster speed, one 45-minute run at a slower speed. So this is a smart goal. And this is obviously a simplified example, but it can work. And and you can start here and build up, and it can get a little more complex. But again, I I think you want to keep it pretty simple, and you want to make sure you're stretching yourself, especially if you're running a marathon. You definitely need to stretch. (laughs) But this goal isn't perfect, but you get the idea. Most goals lack one or more of these elements, but we found a lot of success in formalizing our goals, tracking them, and keeping them in quarterly segments. Our daily and weekly to-do lists help keep us on track, um, and we've struggled as well. We've definitely struggled with this. This is where an accountability partner really comes in handy. It really helps keep you on task and remind you of your goals and keep you focused. That always, always seems to help. Setting goals is really the easy part compared to executing it and sticking with it. That consistency is really tough sometimes. We're we're not perfect. Like I know we've said this over and over again. We are not perfect. We <laughs> have hopped on and off the keto train the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, fell off. I don't know if we hopped off. We completely <laughs> face planted so, off. So of we we are by no means perfect, but this is stuff that we have implemented in the buckets of our lives. Um, you know, with our family, our marriage, our health, our home, which encompasses our businesses, this podcast, financial goals, home goals. I mean, we we have goals for everything. We really do. Um, because everything needs to be a part of that overall vision for our family that we're going to live a life of joy and fulfillment and surrounding ourselves with with people of like-mindedness. And we certainly hope this helps some of you out there as we get into the new year. This topic felt very relevant and timely as we close 2020, which was a very challenging year. 2021 can start off on the right foot if you create the framework for success.
So this week's call to order, we want to challenge you to start writing your goals down and to make them smart. So I know, I know I've talked about this, I feel like in every single episode, write it down. But take it one step further and make sure that your goals are smart. S-M-A-R-T. Break these goals down into quarterly and weekly. Really push yourself to think about your vision and what you want for your life. Your goals can be achieved and they can ladder up to your vision. Don't set yourself up to fail and be disappointed when you aren't having the results that you want and then make the same goals next year. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.